Are we back? Are we back? <laughs> if you know, you know about that one. If you know, you know. That was J. Cole. Are we back? Um, you know, go Google that shit, man. Matt Reyes, nothing important. I already said it, we back. Are you back? Are you back? When this episode dropped, did you did you get it off, off the fucking shelves fresh? There's an expiration date for this shit, man. There's an expiration date for everything. And these are fresh ideas, man. It's a fresh take. I do one a day, baby. One a motherfucking day, baby. I love it. I love it. You got to love life. You have to fucking love life. Otherwise, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is not a PSA to go kill yourself if you don't love life. <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to get into. Don't cut what I'm saying with some retarded shit in your brain. Some tendencies that you might have. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you got to love this life. You have to. Because if you get the right goggles on. You know, if you get the right goggles. I'm talking about um, metaphorically, figuratively. I'm not talking about meta goggles. I'm not talking about going to the VR world and get your dick sucked by a cyborg. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the right lenses to apply to your everyday motherfucking life. If you have the right perspective for everything that you might perceive as pain and suffering and a lack of joy, depression, lack, scarcity, there is a flip side to that bitch. You got to find it or you have to create it. And I'll let you know, ladies and gentlemen, for everybody who doesn't know, I'm sure a lot of these listeners know, but anybody who doesn't motherfucking know, when you create it, it's sweeter. It really is the only way. I don't know if I'm a motherfucking Indian in past life, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about karma and dharma and all this motherfucking yama. I don't know about all that. What I do know is that my experience in this lifetime developing different ways to look at life analyze, have perspective, see the silver lining, take things that look glorious and amazing, that glitter, just like motherfucking gold with a grain of salt. And my building of that vision, I understand that anytime something bad happens, there's a positive to take from that. And anytime something good happens, beware, nigga. No, I'm <laughs> not to be fearful. But things come and go. Don't be attached to anything, but enjoy this motherfucking life. Love this life. Love this fucking life. It is incredible, man. It's incredible. I think a little life hack. I was just watching something that was talking about life hacks. Very informative. I appreciate that. This is a little life hack psychologically, mentally. It's not something physical, but in your brain... If your brain isn't too fucking filled up with Pornhub or, you know, watching POV videos or playing Call of Duty or whatever the fuck niggas is doing nowadays. If your brain has a little bit more memory space, put this in there. Think about the fact that even though every joy is attached to a little bit of suffering, every piece of suffering has a silver lining. Think about the fact that you could kind of control that. You could control that. You don't have to live a life of experiencing the suffering from the external world. The suffering from 
you know, the oppressive forces in this life, the negative energies. I don't know what nobody's fucking religion is. I don't care. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever the boogeyman is to you, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to live a life succumbing to that shit if you choose how you suffer. If you choose how you suffer, then that could be the bad. And from that, you will get paid off with positivity. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm talking about sacrificing, eating well, not eating sugary shit, not putting nonsense in your brain the entire day, not jerking your dick to oblivion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody talks about this, but the dick is one of the most resilient body parts. You don't touch any other fucking body part while you touch your dick. You're not rubbing your calf like that. You know what I'm saying? People go crazy on their dicks. And the dick is still, it still work. My shit still feel pretty good. Um, <laughs> but apply that. You know what I'm saying? Create your own suffering. And from that suffering, from that discipline, from that putting yourself through the fire, Facing the sides of yourself that you don't want to face on a regular basis. Looking in the mirror and being honest. Is it the world? Is it oppression? Is it mental slavery? Is it my phone? Is it the devil? Is it me? Is it me? And if you spend time looking at yourself, it hurts. It, it's painful. But on the other side of that, there's joy that you would not be able to experience. A million dollars is not going to feel like it. Getting your dick sucked by nine models in a motherfucking row, not going to feel like it. Growing a couple inches where it matters, not going to feel like it. When you suffer by your own hand, when you do the things that people are not willing to motherfucking do, when you face the fears, when everything in your body and everything in your mind is trying to tell you to resist and walk away, fight or flight comes in, but you stay in the motherfucking cockpit, you stay in the fire on the other side of that it's not like somebody hands you a motherfucking golden ticket. That's not what I'm talking about. It's a feeling. You don't need anything. You don't need a meal. You don't need an adventure. You don't need a motherfucking dollar amount. You feel it. It is power. So I would encourage anybody to do that, man. Because I really do believe... I'm not talking karma once again, but that's the closest way I could express what I'm, I'm thinking about. That when things happen, there's a flip side to everything. So why wait to let the universe decide that for you? Why not you decide it for yourself? What pain are you going to take on in your life? What responsibility? What are you going to let go that you, that you feel like you're holding on to or is holding on to you? So that you can experience what the fuck I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, has anything happened between yesterday and today that is a vast change in my physical reality? No, this is all mental. It's all fucking mental. It is all mental. It is the process of truly staying in front of the mirror, regardless of how you look, regardless of how you feel, every day taking a real good look at yourself and not blaming the world, not blaming whatever the fuck is happening. We all got problems. Everybody got problems. There's bad shit that happens to everybody. That's called life. That's called life. Be inspired by things that are external to the human experience. Don't be a victim to the external experience. Be inspired by things that are not us. Don't be a victim to things that are not ourselves. When you look at the animal kingdom and you see a lion, there's some wicked shit that goes on with these niggas, man. <laughs> 
There's some wicked shits. Be inspired by that plane of thought. Be inspired by that. That they go through things that we don't have to go through that would be traumatic by our definition. And the next day, they got to get up and go get food anyway. Think about that. Or you might not be the lion. You might be the prey. You still alive. It's not an excuse not to fucking love life. Figure out how to be a lion, my nigga. Because, you know, it's, it sucks being a sheep now. Um, but you understand what I'm saying? You got you to gotta find it. You got to find it. I watch all this, this shit that is, you know, branded as self-help and enlightening information and external motivation. But there's nothing like you doing the work on yourself. You can listen to all that stuff. You can listen to all that stuff. You can apply. You can change your diet. You can do all that shit. If you're not looking in the motherfucking mirror and understanding how in control you are, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because suffering will come into your life, but you're not choosing it. You're not deciding. You're not at the motherfucking wheel. You're in the back seat biting your nails. Don't want to do that. Who the fuck am I? Um, yeah, bro. <laughs> We're going to get out that motherfucker too. If, if anybody's like, Why the f- who, what the fuck is he on? What the fuck is he on? I'm drinking a, a, a let me see what the name of this is. A Suja Organic Mighty Dozen. Cold pressed green juice with apple, celery, cucumber, kale, collard greens. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not on the wavelength to understand how delicious and nutritious all those things I just mentioned blended up into juice form, if you don't understand what that does to your body, the electricity that you are entering into your system, this may not be a drink for you. Don't pick it up. Don't go buy that, even though it's extremely reasonably priced, even though it has 80 calories per motherfucking serving, the whole bottle's a motherfucking serving. Only 80 calories. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's just liquid energy. That's what it is. Um, I feel a little pumped by that. Beside that motherfucking fact, uh, I still am me, and I was laughing. I was online. I was looking... A random shit and what pops up on my Google feed. Everything's a feed now. We're pigs. You see this shit? <laughs> Everything's just a fucking feed. And it's not, we're in a farm and the conveyor belt that would, you know, feed the pigs, pig feed, slop, we get information. That's what life is nowadays. Deal with it. Um, But I was eating my pig feed and what came up very interesting, two stories that were kind of contrasting. It was talking about the actions that our military is taking in a gesture to tell North Korea, chill, my nigga, chill out. Something called military shows of strength. Basically letting another world power know, yo, I know you're getting a little hot. I know you're getting a little excited because you might have, you know, caught on to some new technology or, you know, you're getting advancements in your military. Whatever the fuck is happening. You know, when these world leaders get itchy, when their finger get itchy, and they, they spent all the motherfucking money they could spend, they don't find no more pleasure in that, and they fucked all the hoes they could fuck, and they don't find no more pleasure in that, and then they, they get into that room. They get into that room with that button, that red button, and that trigger finger get itchy. They want to press that red motherfucking button. What you have to do as another world power is let them know Listen, you could you could press that button, but it's not going to be nice. It's not nice energy. So what our military is doing is um, we're basically 
know what I'm saying? We flexing a little bit, what we're capable of. And I was reading up on that story and I was like, that's intelligent, you know? Just having a worldview for a motherfucking second, getting outside of myself, getting outside of the, the sewage of green juice energy, getting outside of the self-introspection, the, the dirty mirror that I got to stare at to help myself. Let's think about the whole fucking world because none of that happens. Ladies and gentlemen, you might be enjoying your shadow work. You might be enjoying your meditation. You might be in your, your home office or your yoga studio, or you might be in the park exercising, trying to build your character, trying to build yourself emotionally, trying to build yourself mentally. None of that is possible. If Kim Jong, whatever the fuck this nigga's name is, press that red button. You understand that. So there are all other things that are important. You got to think about as well. And I was meditating on that. I was like, okay, I like that move by America. I like that move by America. I like to see our country move in a way where our leadership is representative of that. Our leadership is representative of that because I feel like the focus in America um, has been more so on catering to the people as it pertains to like world leadership. I mean, excuse me, national leadership, our president. It's been more about campaigning and appealing to the popular thought, creating some type of consensus and all this other stuff. I would like to see our country kind of move in a direction where the leadership, the president of the United States, uh, still has political prowess, still is a person who can unify the country, still is a person who can keep people at ease because that's part of the motherfucking job, but maybe some more military tendencies, maybe somebody who understands you know, the bigger picture shit. Because I think about that other countries, their world, I mean, their their national leaders, their prime ministers or their dictators or their presidents, whatever the fuck is in charge around the world, them niggas is militant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're militant. I would like to see America like that. Like, can the president throw on some motherfucking camouflage? Is that possible? You understand what I'm saying? Like, let people know it's not a game because I feel like there is a global perception there's a global per- perception of a couple things in America, of illusion, that's not wrong, of not being unified, that is also not incorrect, and of kind of like silly leadership. We got a reputation of that. And I was saying on a previous episode that I'm looking at Trump and he's looking a little bit good. One thing Trump was good at was talking about the Mexicans. No, um, <laughs> one thing Trump was good at Beside, you know what I'm saying, shooting free throws with rolls of toilet paper into the, the crowd of uh, Puerto Rican people after a hurricane. Beside that, beside the, his form on his shot, a thing that he was good at was like foreign relations. You know, he's a salesman. He understands how to build relationships with volatile leadership, with people around the world that they got itchy trigger fingers. And I like that. I like that because I want to continue having the privilege in this country to be mad about petty ass fucking shit. Perspective, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about in the beginning of the motherfucking episode. I'm going to bring it right back up. Have the correct vision. Have the correct vision. Understand that all the things that are perceived problems in your fucking life are luxury in most other places. People don't got time to be worrying about motherfucking manifesting or meditating. Or girls not being able to suck their dicks. Incel? That is such an American motherfucking thing. That is an American concept. Involuntary celibate? 
in other places, niggas is dying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's wars going on. It's not a game. Nobody's worried about getting their dick sucked. They're not getting any fucking hitbacks on Tinder. These are American privileges. If you want those problems to exist in the future and you don't want real problems to come around, we got to think big picture. So I don't really care too much about the bullshit that Trump does to get elected because, ladies and gentlemen, that's what it is. The guy was not who he is as a character when he was a Democrat before he ran for office. Pay attention. Pay a motherfucking attention. I would hope that Trump has the confidence, and I think that would take some backing, to shift into who he actually is a little bit more as a salesman. Because that's what we need. We need a, nego- a negotiator. We need somebody who is personable, who's charismatic, who understands how to control a conversation in a nuanced way so that the conversations that need to be had can be had. Talking to other world leaders in a way that is not so nervous and so distant and so subliminal. Like you realize that, ladies and gentlemen, we have world leaders throwing subs at each other. It's a little weird. It's a little weird that our military doesn't have a, a leader, that our country doesn't have a leader that can go and fly over there and talk the talk that has to be talked with another fucking world power. Instead, we have to do these military shows of strength, which I do think is intelligent, but I feel like we can get past that. We're American. What do we have if not motherfucking good game? What do we got? What do we got? We got here for a fucking reason. So I think Trump, yes, if he can shift um, in his presidency, what has to happen for him to get elected has to happen. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even think about that. But I'm thinking in terms of leadership and him actually being in office. There being less of the games and more of the what he's good at. But then after that, or whoever gets elected this, you know, presidency. I think America's ready for a shift toward a more militant leadership. Now, this, the fear of the people initially would be um, like a totalitarian government, a dictatorship, all this shit that, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, that's going to come about. But if we can find a way to educate the masses and include them, not in nationalism generally, not in American pride and wrapping yourself in American flag. Not in crying over soldiers. Not that shit. But in actual education of why it's important for us to have effective communication with other world leaders. I think that would be... I think it's possible, firstly. I think it's possible. And I also think it would be very, very important <laughs> going forward. Because what's happening in other countries is you have small amounts of people who are in actual power. I'm not talking about the 1% of wealth in America. I'm talking about small amount of people who are in actual power where they don't have to lobby. They don't have to go behind closed doors and make these sideways deals and be cool with this politician and all this other shit that be happening in America that's all subliminal and undercover. They don't have to do that in other countries. What they do is they get on the motherfucking stage and they say, talk some shit back. And the guy that talks some shit back, you know what I'm saying? They get killed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas is mad at Elon Musk. They calling him like a fucking all these names. I'm like, nah, Elon not operating like some people on this planet operate. 
Other people on this planet operate when they got that type of money by killing you. That's the reality globally. You know what I'm saying? Not losing your job by murdering you in public. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Turn on the news, ladies and gentlemen. There's shit going on. There is shit going on. Go look at what happened in Iran right now. Iran is not a place of stupid people. This is a place of very intelligent individuals, a multicultural, multi-religious place. There's Jews there. There's Iranian Jews. There's Iranian Muslims. There's a lot going on in that motherfucking place right now where niggas would be out in public and they just say something wrong and on the spot they get arrested. And what happens when they get thrown in that motherfucking Iranian trolley? God knows. Allah knows. You know what I'm saying? First Testament Bible, God knows. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on over there. There's real problems around this planet. And I really think America has an opportunity. I really do fucking believe so. I just hope that they see the potential and they take the necessary steps in changing. It's not really even changed to its adaptation. The writing is on the wall. The writing is on the fucking wall. You got to know what you're good at. And double down on what you're good at. We are great with the motherfucking game. That's how we got here. I mean, what do we make in this country? We don't make shit. We don't make shit but celebrities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't make nothing. We not, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things that I like that Trump did. And even if it's not Trump, because people are so triggered by him, I do think we need more unification, at least for motherfucking four more years before we get put in another spin cycle. But... Even if it's not Trump, just somebody who has that vision of, you know what I'm saying? Looking at the entire planet and thinking on that scope, really having that to be the importance. And then, you know, as it pertains to maybe there needs to be a new position. Maybe there needs to be a new position like there's, you know, a president and then we need to get like some, you know, some some head dick in the military. But you need to be in the public eye. You know what I'm saying? So people understand and they they have some type of general. There's a palatable general version of this information that can be fed to the masses that I think would. Oh, my God. It would fucking. You know what I'm saying? It would take care of so many of the problems we have nowadays. It would take care of so many motherfucking problems that we have nowadays. Of complaining, of people having incorrect perspective of people worrying about petty issues, things that are not that important, there's such a route to this. That's, I mean, I got a lot of thoughts about that, but that's just how I think about the situation. Um, I said there was two stories that were similar, but kind of conflicting. It was that, that those were my thoughts on the first thing that was happening with Kim Jong, you know, ill, that nigga too ill. Um, But the second story involved him as well. And it had nothing to do with a military show of strength and this kind of dick measuring contest that's happening between America and, and North Korea. Um, it was something I found particularly interesting. It was a photo. And they say a photo can say a thousand words. And to me, it was more words that popped into my brain when I saw this single frame photo. It was a photo of, yes, a demonstration of North Korea's military power. They were engaging in cock measuring. That is correct. Uh, But that's not all that was going on. It was, you know, 
what I think if we can put the correct lens on, we can see in every situation. And it's a very powerful thing to understand is that there is humanity where humanity seems not to be. Everywhere that there is life, there is humanity. You just got to look for it. And it was Kim Jong-un or ill, whatever the fuck his name is once again, holding the hand of his daughter. Now, years ago, there was this circulating story in the media. It was big where there was an ex-NBA star, Dennis Rodman, who was this polarizing figure in the media because he was a cross-dressing six foot nine black man um, who had an incredible story of overcoming tons of trauma to become successful in the NBA and then become this celebrity personality. And he somehow, in this chaotic, strange world, became friends with the leader of North Korea, with the imperial emperor of North Korea, with Genghis Khan Jr., you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker up there. Um, Not Mongolian, you get what the fuck I'm talking about. But Dennis Rodman becomes friends with this individual and... And one of his reportings back to America where he said, you know, he spoke on the humanity of him as well, which I think is extremely important not to exploit, but to inspect. You know, he spoke on the humanity of this individual and in doing so in accounting for his experience in North Korea, which was, you know, said to be extremely hospitable and um, an enjoyable experience. He talked about a young daughter that the North Korean leader had and thought it was an interesting detail to mention because, you know, everybody has kids. You know, if you don't got kids, you're going to have motherfucking kids. But it sounded like there was a little something there to just mention that um, as he was speaking from an emotional frame of mind. Sounded like he was trying to recant some type of something he saw in their relationship. And I kind of think I, I, I took that and I grew that into what I saw this photo of Kim Jong and his daughter holding hands. It was really a beautiful photo um, as they were doing this exercise to, to express you know, military power to the rest of the world. Um, they were holding hands. And I'm a father of a daughter. You know, regardless of this might be perceivably our enemy and this is somebody that we, we have to worry about danger with and all these other things, there was like, I, I was struck with humanity and I saw a man and his daughter, regardless of status or where he was. And it was beautiful for a moment, you know? And then I looked behind and there were some war, war planes and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was looking at that shit and I was like, man, there is humanity everywhere. I think an intelligent thing from the intelligence in this country is to focus on the concept of diplomacy, the concept of diplomacy, you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not no motherfucking military strategist, am I? Um, I'm not, I'm not here uh, critiquing what we do as a nation. I just see opportunity, man. I see a lot of opportunity, you know, you study history, you see opportunity everywhere. Obviously, that's just like an initial move for us to get into a, you know, correct position before we kill them all, right? <laughs> no. Uh, before we take the fuck over, America. No. But I, I'm being serious, you know? There has to be following steps. The Trojan, the Trojans didn't just build the horse. Imagine that. Imagine if they, they were guys like me and they just had the good idea. Not, nothing to follow up with. 
And they come out the horse like, ah, and after the shock wore off, they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot swords. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> we just got the horse. Um, surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure there's more intelligent individuals out there that, you know, would understand. I just think like first steps and, and ways to unify this country in a way that is necessary. You know, I think this country's so like there's this this uh, perception that people in power have of people on the ground and that people on the ground have of people in power that needs to be healed for us to really be powerful and move as a motherfucking unit. Because I feel like obviously people with centralized power with a lot of influence in this country, politically, you know, in the military, in the government, there has to be some level of fear of letting the population go out of control. Um, it is a government. The word is to govern. You, you ha there needs to be this in society. I think people understand that. But there is too much fear on their end. And definitely too much fear on the motherfucking ground. And that has to be mended. We can't live in a nation where people are fucking scrambled eggs in their brain and they, they think the president is a reptilian. That's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem that that's considered. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem that we live in a country where a basketball player could come out with a documentary saying this, that, and the third. Once again, my stance on that is that Kyrie is a young man. There's inaccuracies in the documentary that are ridiculous, like, you know, insinuating the Holocaust didn't happen. Um, but it's a, it's a silly mistake. I think more egregious than that is how much energy that shit gets. That that's where we are in society, that that shit gets so much motherfucking focus outside of the realm of selling clicks. I get that part, but the engagement it has in people's hearts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where the black and Hispanic community is seriously trying to go back to Israel now? Like, what is happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, Google Israel. Go it's not better than America. It's not. <laughs> it's not, baby. Go to Aruba. Go to Barbados. Go to Puerto Rico. It's nicer. Um, go to Tulum, baby. It's cheap. It's cheap right now. But I really do think, like, perspective has... Like, we have to, like... Get our shit tight in this country. And there's an opportunity, man. We have what other countries don't have. We have what other countries don't have. They might have more numbers. They might have, uh, you know, more tariffs and, and debt against us. Um, they might have crazy weapons. They might have side deals with the aliens. I don't, get, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I watch too much Joe Rogan. They might have a lot of shit. But what we have is personality. We got charisma, and that's really it. That is really fucking it. I don't know if you motherfucking agree. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been a podcast for anybody who's been a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast. want to thank you sincerely. Go on to my Instagram, like the post, like the reels. Until next time.